Hey everybody, it's Charity Gibson, and I am here for another episode of the Badass Women of Promo podcast. And with me today, I have someone very, very special, Mrs. Shannon Laredo from Business Brander. She's the president, the owner, <laughs> and I just am so excited to have you on today. How the heck are you, girl? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am so good. I'm better now that you had requested that we dress up in our <laughs> Santa suits. So I'm looking like I'm taking calls at the North Pole. <laughs> Santa, how can I help you? <laughs> we kind of are right now, though, right? Because it's that crunch time. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't know how this, how December was going to go for us, right? You can't, you can't plan. 2020 has taught us anything. <laughs> it's taught us that you can't plan anything right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any hope that we had of planning was a facade and that, that curtain got pulled back big time in March. <laughs> Amen. No but control. We've been, uh, November and December, we've been steady, steady, busy again. And, you know, uh, December proved to be the same as before with clients calling with their last minute. We have this budget we have to use or we're going to lose. Um, so having that excitement back again has been has been great as it was much needed so it's hope giving yeah. for sure uh, yeah it is right to go out with that it's like okay okay things are gonna be all right mm -hmm. we're gonna get through this we're gonna get through you know? it so going backwards obviously we know you're taking orders so you must be in the industry we know you're I a promo who the heck are you where did you come from and what do you do so Shannon Laredo, uh, my company's business branders, but how I started, I think is how a lot of us started in this industry. You kind of fell into it yeah. and it stuck. Um, my mom worked for a chemical company oh. and they did industrial chemicals is what they, what they made out in their warehouse and their manufacturing facility. And um, the, the husband, the, a guy named Paul owned that company and he shared the building with his wife, Deborah Foz, who owned a promotional products company called High Profile. And um, I had just moved back from Georgia. I was a military wife and moved back. And um, I was going to school at the University of Houston and working. I was working at a West Houston Infinity dealership. Um, and then I was also working part time at uh, my mom's company doing like MSDS, like I would fax MSDS sheets and technical data sheets to their clients that needed it and like do filing and things like that. Um, and then they said they needed someone to clean their office. And I'm like, okay. So I started cleaning their office in the evenings. And so I was basically working three jobs yeah. and Deborah, the owner of uh, high profile saw me one day come in. I was dressed you know, nicely because I had just come from the infinity dealership and I changed my clothes and then I put on my grubby clothes to go clean the restrooms. And, um, and she had seen me, you know, coming in and, and doing all that I did. And, you know, she asked if I would want to come work for them. And she told me about what they do and it sounded so fun. Um, and she said, well, go home and figure out what it would take, you know, for you to quit those other jobs and then come work here. And so I did that and um, she offered me a job, I accepted. And so I started as her assistant um, in the office, um, 
calling on, um, we, we would call it the call sheet. Back in the day, <laughs> you would you would get a list of all the orders. Oh my gosh, yes. You would, you would call every single supplier, you know, did you get my PO? When is it scheduled to ship? And you would hand write on the or on the paperwork so you can pull it out. So funny. We had the bin system when I was at Focus and it was like everything. It's so yeah. like needs to call, needs a quote, needs a proof, needs enter ordered, order entered, uh, in production, expected ship date, shipping, <laughs> shipped, delivered, thank you, sent. Like we would just move it through the thing. Yes. I, it's so funny. And I remember like I would, I know it's different for distributors today. Like some of the new people coming in haven't had this like crazy experience that we had. But I tell even suppliers, I'm like, we were told we call every order every day. And if the owner of the company walked in and said, I need the status of PO number one, two, three, five, five, whatever it is. I'm like, okay, it went into production on this day and it's shipping tomorrow. <laughs> like, and I talked to so-and-so. <laughs> I expected to be in hands and they're like, okay, great. And if they didn't, we got, I mean, it, and it's so funny because you talked about like, you're the problem. Every order, <laughs> every day. I'm like, because 95% of suppliers don't do it. <laughs> and back then, a lot of it was faxed. So oh, yeah, yeah. It would be like, you know, they didn't get your fax, you know, so you'd have to call. We're dating then, ourselves right now. <laughs> we were, and then we, back then, we actually had to uh, FedEx artwork. We would spend yeah. a ton of money. Our FedEx bill was huge because you had to FedEx artwork. Overnight, yeah, camera ready. <laughs> Email was huge when that came <laughs> I keep saying too, like, I want to, like, now everybody's doing email, everybody's doing social media. So when we brought the fanny pack back, I'm like, can we do a fax blast? Right. <laughs> We're bringing faxing back. Yeah. <laughs> I totally interrupted you though. Yeah, <laughs> you no, so, you so, started yeah, slanging so, promo by fax. So that's how I started. And then I worked my way up through her company and eventually became the office manager. Um, and then there was no place else to go from there financially wise, I mean, you yeah. kind of topped out, um, unless you went into sales. So, um, I then transitioned into sales and, um, I just love it. So from there, um, we were just, as you know, that happens in our industry or any industry, you're bought and sold a few times that that happens. So, uh, she sold to bluegrass, which became activate, which is now something else, I think. Um, and then I stayed with her for her, that transition. And then I left and went to a company called Corporate Images. Mm -hmm. And then we were sold to a company called Fontis, which was sold to Safeguard. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> and so when that happened, I said, you know what? <laughs> Since I have to tell my clients again about a, a name change, I, I talked to my assistant at that time, Marianne, who's now my business partner. And I said, look, we can do this. Do you want to just, let's do this. And she's like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, here, here we are five yeah. years later. Um, and it's been, it's been great. And I, you know, people always told me, um, you're going to wish you had done it sooner once you finally do, do, do it. And uh, they were right. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. Um, you know, this year has definitely taught us a lot. I mean, I'm blessed that we are still standing. We're, we're still been able to pay ourselves. I know there's been a lot of people who are in yeah. um, different situations. And so um, we consider ourselves, sales are way down, uh, <laughs> but 
we're still standing and we consider ourselves blessed for sure. That's so awesome to hear. And so you, I mean, it's kind of cool because a lot of people don't get involved in the industry the way that you did. And I think it really speaks volumes that not only are you in the industry and you're running your own company, but you give back so much, like you're so involved with HPPA and you're um, very, you know, visible on social media. It's hard to not know that you're out there, but kind of leads me into my next line of questioning for you. Um, one of the things that you said, actually, what a lot of people don't know, so Miss Shannon here, is actually a question that she asked was the genesis for the creation of this entire podcast. So we're here because of her. And um, I knew uh, that I have always wanted to do something, but I, you know, I don't mean this in like a martyr kind of way or anything like that, but I just don't feel like my story is a whole lot worth telling. Like everybody has a rags to riches story and just another, you know, girl that came from nowhere that's going somewhere. Um, and so Shannon, you asked a question in the Be Powerful promo women. And you said, there's a ton of male influencers out there. There are, you know, Bill Petrie, Kirby Hossman, uh, Danny Rosen, Mark Graham, who are the female influencers and who are the female podcasters and who are the people that people follow that are not dudes? And uh, I think I replied back. I'm like, I don't know. Some people follow me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, there's a couple other, you know, like there's an episode here and there with a, a female on them. And so from there I said, well, let's just start one and let's just do it and let's make it happen. So a couple of us talked about it and I had reached out to Meg Erber immediately, but she had already been reached out to by someone else. And so she took a permanent seat on a podcast, obviously with a promo corner. And then I just said, I'm just going to start badass women promo so that I'm going to spotlight other women in promo that are doing amazing things. Just like Mark Graham kind of shared his spotlight with me and helped lift me up as he was climbing. I want to do that same thing. So it's not my story that I'm telling, but I get a chance to spotlight women in promo. So I just thank you so much. I know the women of promo, thank you. We've had almost um, actually climbing over the 100 women who have been nominated by their peers, male and female, both as a badass woman of promo. So um, thanks for that. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah, I, I was so excited when, you know, and, and, and I still, there's nothing obviously wrong with the men. We love the men. We love the men. Right. We love we, the men. We love the men. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I follow them all very hard. Um, but we just did need a, a women's voice, you yeah. know, to, to do just that because there are so many uh, remarkable women. And that's one thing I love about listening to you and watching now your, your podcast is learning about some women that I didn't know about. And so then I'm following them. I'm like, Oh, let's see what she's doing. You know, I think it's, it's just so great. Yeah. Who, so in the last, it's been a year and a half now, I think, um, since we started this, I'm just curious, who have you seen, um, that you're following now that you've kind of seen, um, maybe take a little bit more initiative or things like that, or who are you really enjoying as, you know, influencers so, in the female space? So since you asked, <laughs> I have a list. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I mean, there are so many though, no. you know, as you know, there, there are, but, um, these are some that I am basically their stalkers that, <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, Meg Gerber, uh, Heather Mangold, Taylor Borst, Ronnie Wright, Lori Bolton, uh, Amelia Maddell, uh, the ladies at Trend Dependent, oh, I love yeah. what they're doing. 
you know, we got JGR over there and Vicki Ostrom. Um, those are probably my, my top, top ladies. Um, someone that I want to let her know that she's a badass would be Lacey Lee uh, with SNS. I have just is amazing. And that little boy of hers, adorable, adorable. (laughs) You know, I just watched her over, I mean, 2019, that whole year with her pregnancy and uh, building her house and doing all that on her own. And I know, you know, she has, you know, my heart goes out to single moms. (laughs) Um, And so uh, just watching her evolve into her own. Um, I have really enjoyed watching that and how she, um, you know, cause this year has been hard on all of us, Everybody you know, is. but you know, after just having a baby and then, you know, the pandemic hitting and all of that to watch her, um, find herself again. And, you know, she got back into her CrossFit and exercising and just, um, trying to be the best person she can be. And I just love her. Yeah, no, I do too. It's been fun kind of watching her story. And, you know, obviously the cool thing about all, like not all the people that you named, but a lot of the people that you named is they don't have a podcast. They're not out here vlogging. It's just, they're being transparent and authentic and willing to come on some sort of platform, Facebook, Instagram, or otherwise, and invite people to be part of their story. And I think that's the coolest thing. I know some people are so scared to do that, or I don't want to, you know, seem like I'm being, you know, whatever, but I love that people are getting a little bit less afraid to share themselves with everybody else because it's the Mm -hmm. cool thing that happens. I think sometimes we feel like we're on an Island and like nobody else is like us and you know, not, Oh, what was me? But like, I don't want to share that because it's embarrassing. And when you put it out there, you realize that you give other people permission to share one. And then the other part of that is you find your tribe and like message after message of people that are like, my gosh, I went through that last year here's how I helped, you know, got myself through it or, oh my gosh, I'm going through that now. And something that you said was so helpful to me. I think we don't realize the influence that we have on people that we don't have to have this kind of um, delivery method to, to be helpful to people. So I it's love that you pointed so that out. True. It's so true. I mean, just, um, you know, cause you'll, you'll sometimes get uh, a message from somebody and they're that you didn't even think watches you or you know is has been watching your story right and and you get a message and they tell you their story and how you have helped them and you didn't even know it and that's just it's so heartwarming when that when something like that happens so you know to act to be authentic and put yourself out there um it's 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 heartwarming it is no it is i i'm so encouraged by it and you i mean talk about other women doing amazing things. I have to just talk about and stalking people on Facebook, people that you admire, (laughs) things I watch from you. Okay. One, I really love that you love pumpkin spice as much as I do. Um, and I do that all times during the year, but, uh, I also love, and I'm not this way, but I love that you work out so consistently all the time. And that is an encouragement to me because there's a lot of times I'm like, I don't want to do it. And then I see your pictures in the mirror. I'm like, I should go do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so the true story is, I don't always want to do it either. I know you don't, but you do it. Unless... But I do it. I have to do it. I have extremely high anxiety. Um, and so when I don't, 
it builds up inside me and I have to, I have to exercise because I'm not a nice person to be around when I, when I don't. So it's for, it's for the best interest of not only myself, but for those around Everyone me. around me. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, it is, it's an, it's encouraging and it's motivating. I also noticed um, that you started doing the make your bed thing, which is funny. So I've done that for years. I have, well, I am neurotic. <laughs> I'm like, I have massive OCD, like things hung on the walls and make my bed every day. And it's funny because when I started dating Damon, he, he didn't make his bed every day. And I'm like, I can't, there's no way, like get out. Like we're, we're doing this. And he's like, okay, whatever. I'm like, what happens if one day, I don't know, you're in a car accident, you die, somebody walks in your house and they see this like messy ass bed. <laughs> like, I'm not going out like that. <laughs> So I love seeing that every day and like, she's part of my trash. She gets me. I feel like so, so I, understood from that one little post every day. I, th I think we're very similar in that. So, so I actually do have um, clinical OCD. I was actually diagnosed with it. And so when, when I was a child, um, I'm sharing too much here, but I, I actually did no, I would not sleep in my bed. I would sleep on the floor next to my bed because I didn't want to mess my bed up. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a little I understand so, how that goes. That's... So yeah, it having my bed made, it just brings peace to me, to myself. Yeah. But there's a lot about what we do in our personal lives. I've started um, within the last probably 10 years, starting to run my personal life like a business. And it's amazing to me how much of an impact that has, you know, making a calendar, keeping things yes. organized, making, you know, having some sort of linear. <laughs> I just bought my son. I'm so excited. I saw your post about yours. I'm like, yes, she gets me. I totally. Oh, well, so yeah, I'm like, I have my rocket book and my composition notebook and my planner. <laughs> Do I need to get a rocket book? I've heard good things. So I have a story about my rocket book. The answer yeah. is yes. Yes, you do. And I have the Panda planner. So mine is actually, it has the calendar in it. Um, and I'm just getting to this point, but it has these little motivation blocks and like different things you can do. Like what's your life look like after you hit your goals? What's at stake if you don't hit your goals? Like it's like a daily yeah. motivational seminar and then you wipe it clean or well, you scan it and it goes into the cloud. It'll translate or uh, dictate it all type it all out so it's searchable like your google drive whatever um and then it also can take the image of it whatever so you can keep it completely organized and then you take your little thing and you wipe it all clean and you start over again so it's it's super cool but the reason that i ended up with this is because i ordered a remarkable tablet mm -hmm. and i don't know if you've seen that at all yeah. but it's almost mm -hmm. like a paper white kindle and it's supposed to feel like pencil and paper. And that's, I always write in pencil on all my notebooks. Yeah. Um, so that's, I was intrigued by that, but they took like eight weeks to get it to me. And by the time it was shipping, this was on the treasure truck for Amazon. And so I'm like, you know, it kind of does the same thing. Not as seamless, but for $30 instead of yeah. $600, <laughs> like yeah. sending, it was going to be my Christmas present to myself. I just saved a whole lot of money by switching to rocket books. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might yeah. have to one. Yeah. Or you know what? Maybe that can be a, anyway, I have your address. So I can send it with the sign <laughs> I bought for you. I bought you this cute little pumpkin spice sign in September. And I am terrible <laughs> about mailing things. Like if I can Amazon it, it's fine. But if I have to put it in a box and send it, you might yeah, get it in 2026. Like <laughs> I was talking to someone else about that too. We, I think we all suffer from that. It's like, we'll get stuff and it's like, okay, well now I have to 
get it in a box and do, do, do it's so bad we just finished talking about OCD but it's so funny because it's like there are certain things that I am meticulous by the book yes. consistent not off by an eighth of it like perfect and then it comes to two things for me personally is putting my laundry away like I'll wash it I'll dry it I'll put it on my bed or whatever but actually putting it away I'm like oh it's overwhelming overwhelming yeah. and I I use my laundry machine as a as a laundry hamper so really it's easy like everything is just in there start it move it like it's yeah. a system <laughs> we're so like do we share a brain cell yeah. But, yeah. but then moving you know getting it whenever so there's that and then the mailing anything that comes to mailing yeah. I will pay somebody to come like it's all I just I don't I can't I don't want to so we all have our things just know your limitations yeah. people hire <laughs> out get a VA <laughs> right exactly uh, so funny um well so my next question was actually who do you consider to be a badass woman of promo but we had the the fantastic list which is yeah that's awesome. my list and then I'll top it off with Lacey who I I don't think she realizes how much some of us have watched her story and draw inspiration from her so yeah I absolutely 133 percent agree and I, you know there's a in addition to everybody that you mentioned, so many wonderful people out there crushing it who just don't realize that they're badasses. So even if you haven't been called out, like this podcast is not, we're naming yeah. the only badass moon of promo. Like we're all really badasses if we stop and think yeah. about how much we accomplish. And I love what you said too, that it's not anti-dude. We're not saying no more men. We're not saying there's too many men. We're just saying it's keep the same number of guys, but let's also add some more there's room to add some more women up yeah, there and, and I think you, you touched on something talking about the acknowledge uh our our accomplishments but I feel like we need to normalize acknowledging our accomplishments oh heck yeah you know, I I feel like especially as women I feel like you know we often kind of diminish what what we've done you know um and I know for, for me as an only child and um, both my parents are already gone and, you know, being a business owner, there's no one to, that's coming up and really and saying, good job, Shannon, you know, you did really, you know, so I feel like it's okay and we should do more of, you know, shouting ourselves out and, you know, you know, look what I did and, and recognizing what you did. I think, I think as women, that's really important to do, you know, I 100% agree with you there. And I think that when you clap for other women, there's a tendency and I know it's, it's yeah. a stigma and a stereotype that women can be catty and things like that. And sometimes they are. And I think that we need to learn that that comes from a place of insecurity, but when you right. are confident with yourself, um, go ahead and clap for other people and whatever, yeah. and then celebrate your own accomplishments. Don't see somebody like, you know what? We were damn hard to get hit. People knew the backstory that, that right? brought us to where we are. And in, I know for me personally, um, there is a healthy byproduct of being surrounded by so many incredible, successful people. Um, but then there's also this like feeling of inadequacy in a sense, which that's my motivating factor too, is gosh, I've accomplished a lot. And people that are like working to what I have might see me as like, oh, you have so much, I mean, you've got this and you're here and whatever. I'm like, cool. But <laughs> like, yeah. that's, I'm not even halfway to where I want to be. And like, it's so 
frustrating sometimes. I'm like, everybody has the same number of hours in a day. And all of these other people have the same opportunities that I have, or, you know, I feel like if they are doing it, there's a way for me to also do it too. Like, what am I missing? How can I get there? Keep climbing. Um, But when you're on your way there, I think you're exactly right. We should be able to say, look how far I've come. I'm so excited for myself and take that moment to like celebrate at the summit as my friend Gina Shrek says, um, and then continue on our way and lift as we climb and bring the person back behind us. And we'll clap for them when they get there too. And that's the kind of reciprocity of celebration. So I'm with you 2021. We are going to make it our mission to just celebrate our celebrate ourselves (laughs) unabashedly unapologetically everybody else but (laughs) normalize normalize celebration yeah because we are we do get down on ourselves you know i think from uh wlc 2019 you know that uh that work group where we were talking about our inner critic you know Mm -hmm. um that was just so so powerful for me to 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 do that and um for me you know my we had to all write down our the one thing right and for me the one thing is or was i will say it was freezing in front of my colleagues public speaking in front of my colleagues so i which is why I have said yes to every time this year someone has asked me to do it because I need to do it more so that I feel more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But for me, the reason why I can get in front of a group of end users, no problem. A big conference room in front of everybody and talk because I am the expert at that moment. But for me and my inner critic, when I'm in front of my colleagues, there are they're thinking, which they're not thinking, but I think they're thinking. I think they're the, the stories that we tell ourselves that no longer empower us. Yeah. See, why is she up here doing this? You know, why, why should we be listening to her? But, you know, it's when you think back and look back, like you said, at your own, at your story of what you've overcome and where you are, you have every right to, you know, be up there and, and people can learn from you just like you're learning from other people. You yeah. know, I have people who are doing way more, way more in a book of business than I am. And I look up to them and I call them and ask them for advice. And then I have some newbies that uh, in HPPA who are, have just come into the industry that, you know, I'm helping them. So we just need to get over ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny that you bring up the, we absolutely do need to get over ourselves and it's hilarious. So my thing from that, the one thing that, and I still struggle with it and I realize how ridiculous it is, but because I didn't finish college, I am 12 credits away, but I'm like, I don't see the point in it. Like I, I, I mean, it's, I'm doing what I love and I see so many other successful people, but because I didn't finish that one thing, mm-hmm. the lie that I always tell myself is you never finish what you start. And uh, so I will like talk about neurosis. I can't get a new notebook until the very last page of my other notebook has been used so that I finish what I start. Like I constantly have to finish 
so that I can tell myself, nope, you do finish what you start. You finished using that notebook. You finished putting the dishes away. You finished putting your laundry away. Like all of these little things, it's like you didn't finish the one thing. So don't let that hold you back. You do finish what you start. But every time it's like a class or a this or whatever, that lingering inner critic is sitting there. Nope, you never finish what you start, Charity. And so it's so funny that those are the the things, but we all have that thing. We all have that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that, oh, I guess when you get there, then that's, that's the exciting thing too, is, you know, make that Facebook post and ask that person for advice because we all have that thing. (laughs) Everybody does it right on. Well, I won't keep you too long today. I just wanted to say thank you so much, not only just for coming on and spending your time with me and not for getting in front of your colleagues like this too, but just for, um, and I don't think you obviously knew what was going to happen because you asked that question, but a, a million great things have happened since then because you put that out there. So thank you so much for thank being you. the catalyst. <laughs> well, you made it happen. It was so funny. Like right after that, I think it was like just a couple of weeks later and you were doing the first podcast and I was like, yes, she did it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. yeah you, it was... you ran with it and I think it's been great. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Keep doing what you're doing too and just inspiring people and making your bed and working out. So uh, thank you again, just for being here. And to all of you out there, thank you so much for listening. It has been so much fun being able to uh, put a spotlight on some of these beautiful, amazing powerhouse badass women of promo. And so I've appreciated the opportunity. I know it's not an every week or an every two week thing, but I try to put them out as they're interesting. And as I have time and give myself some grace for the fact that this has been one heck of a year. Um, Huge thank you to our sponsors who just continue to support us. We've got Coaster Stone Custom, uh, Keepsake Box, Common Skew is out there as well. And then the good people at All Made Apparel. So thank you everybody uh, from the North Pole, (laughs) AKA Phoenix, Arizona and Houston, Texas. Texas. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.